is Monday, the 16th of September 2019, and this is episode 361 of Digital Outbox. Welcome along to another episode. I'm Chris and Ian is, as ever, with us. Good evening, Chris. It's another evening, another podcast. Got a lot of Apple stuff to get through tonight. We have a lot of Apple stuff. Um, This is the start of, this is the start of, like, I guess we have the next kind of six weeks, which is all, like, the big companies saying, here's what's coming. Microsoft have got an event in a couple of weeks. Google have just announced theirs for the middle of October. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming and there's like um, tech toys to sell. Tech toys to sell. Um, But first we're starting with uh, an Apple update to their security announcement that uh, Google released. Now, talk me through this because, right, when we heard the Google announcement, Google were all like, yeah, there's a a floor, had some websites, there's some exposure. Um, We told Apple about it and, uh, you know, and they, they haven't quite fixed some of these issues. So Apple have come out with a, a statement which I don't really know what to think now. So talk me through what Apple's statement means. So so there's there's no doubt there was issues to fix. And Google's, um, what is this, Project Zero? I want to say Project Zero. Sounds now that right, I've yeah. said that, it's, no, it sounds right. Um, and there's no doubt they've done some great work. And I guess the bone of contention is around the level of exposure. So there was a, there was a real, there was a hardcore, some Apple journalists really pointing out that that Google haven't articulated exactly where you know because they said you know this was you know you know on an exploit for two years on the open web anybody could have visited it yeah well that's that all that is true so none of that is and all that is true but then it narrowed down into it was a Chinese website and it sort of narrows down the population that would have been, been visiting it and then there was a number of other things that narrowed it down again so that was point one that but, i think some of the apple doesn't tech... stop the fact that a website no. had a had a vulnerability no. and other websites could have had a similar vulnerability right uh, agreed mm-hmm. so so i and i'm kind of like i still think they did the right thing the bit that, that seems to be worse is that there was also android exploits on that site that google chose not to disclose <laughs> in that web post and Google have kind of responded back and says, no, we did the right thing. And also we are, you know, pretty scared on Android as well. But it just felt like there was a little bit of point scoring we knew mixed that, in. We knew there were point scoring, but I think it was much of anything. If someone presents himself as this angelic and clean and tidy person, you've got to at least highlight where they, you no, know, everyone's got stuff. Everyone suffers from this. And Apple are no different. And actually, Apple do themselves no favours because they don't talk about everything. Uh, and they certainly don't have an official response um, to, to answer when you know when things are posed so and and so apple and there's a little bit of pettiness on both sides so apple yeah. have said it wasn't two years it was two months the exploit was known and google's wrong and um, we fixed the vulnerabilities in question extremely quickly for 10 days and we we're already in the process of fixing these exploited bugs but nobody will ever know you know we will never know if that's true or false yeah anyway anyway it's interesting that they felt they had to put out this argument just because you know I guess, like say, if you if you present yourself as shinier than shiny, you've got to at least be a bit shiny, haven't you? See, I, I must admit, I was a little bit disappointed with it. I thought it was unnecessary. Um, to to me, it was like the the phone vulnerabilities, a security patch out. Um, to me, it's back to emphasising. There would have been better to emphasise, you know, 
it, we dispute some of the issues. However, everybody should. This is important. It's a patching and keeping up to date with you know with you know when we release updates. You know, it would have been better doing that rather than a bit of pettiness. And again, it's split. I, I follow some security researchers who were deeply disappointed with the Apple response, mm. and I follow some Apple people who thought, "There you go, we knew it was wrong all along." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so, I mean, that, that's and that's what I kind of and after reading the statement, it just felt a little bit like oh, whatever. We're giving it airtime yeah. though, so uh, you know, not wide airtime though. Apple has launched um, Apple Music Beta a web, sorry, Web Beta, so you can actually now go and listen to your Apple Music subscription on via a web browser. Um, I, I guess in a, I mean, all the other providers that I'm aware of already do this, so it's it was kind of another string to the bow, right? Uh, yes, but the, the, this one's definitely for me marked under the finally kind of mm-hmm. camp, um, and and just because they've always relied back on iTunes so much, I mean, yes. everything's been tied back to iTunes, and you know, you're right. I mean, Spotify, Amazon, all these other places, Google, yeah, they they all have a web. Know. In fact, web player is is this almost a central place for a lot of those. And um, the web player's launched, and it's, it's actually really good. I mean, I've been using the Mac quite a bit because I just hate launching iTunes in any way, shape, or form. And um, and and I've not I've not put iPad OS on on my iPad. I didn't take part in any of the beta trials, mm-hmm. but there was people saying um, the web offering using desktop Safari on the iPad OS was a better experience than using the iPad. Yeah, it's my music app. And that's the direction that other companies have been going for ages. You can put a robust web application out there and know it's just generically available. It's great. Um, doesn't suit end-to-end all the time, but nevertheless, I think in this case... I mean, it, it, they, they got pressured a little bit, it sounds like, via uh, another app that was kind of doing a similar thing, um, but just as a third-party app, maybe not as official rather than, you know... Yeah, I mean, they've got a number of really good, you know... Um, I, can't, I can't remember if it's called Music Kit. There's a lot. There's a lot of you know backend APIs that they make available. So there's been two or three really nice you know equivalent apps on iOS, and also there's a website as well. Um, I, I think also, I mean, surely the surely the musicians and the big industry players are saying but you, need, you need to break out iOS. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a whole market out there that you're. I think they've got an Android app, but but you know for. Folk on Windows and you know folk on you know as I said on Macs or whatever. Just I just want to play music. Indeedy, and they've. Well, I guess the big the big news since we've last spoken is we've had an Apple event. Um, interestingly, I still haven't watched it, although I've kind of caught up on the the news stories from by. Um, it sounded like from from reports that so they started off talking about Apple Arcade. So this is they've spoken about it before. So this is their subscription service, but they fleshed out some of the details and gave us a price and sort of chuffed on about a whole lot of games, which maybe didn't inspire that much. Uh, you are correct. It launches this Thursday, um, uh, over a hundred country or hundred fifty countries, um, and it's a five a month. So quite a good price for a hundred games. Nobody knows if a hundred games come this Thursday or it's launching with you know twenty and it's grown to a hundred over time. And um, they didn't talk about release schedules. And some of the trailers say things like you know day one, and others are saying coming soon. Mm. And who knows if the coming soon is because it's this Thursday or it's you know next February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the the games they showed were tat. Uh, well, I guess. <laughs> I mean, there's there's. Long and short, there's mobile games do suffer a bit from some people go down the the graphics route right, and other people go down just the action. I don't know. It's, just, it's very hit and miss mobile games for me. 
Yeah, I mean, they showed Frogger and Tout. So the, I guess the thing, they, they showed games from three big vendors, so Konami, Capcom, and Annapurna. Mm. So, you know, big, big known names. Frogger and Toy Town, so re- resurrecting an old classic in Frogger. Some of the graphics actually looked pretty impressive, considering they're going to work on anything from iPad, you know, iPhone, to your Apple TV yeah. and your Mac. Mm. You know, so it, it looked okay. There was a, oh, I'm not even going to pronounce that, but the Capcom game was, mm, and then there was a, a, a Sayonara <laughs> Wild Hearts, which again was very stylish, but gameplay-wise, mm, and there's some of the, there, there's been some trailers came out after the event, and it would have been better to show there was a YouTube trailer that lasted a minute and a half, saying here's ten games coming to Apple Arcade, and it was better than the, yeah, so the kind of ten more minutes exciting. to spend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I guess I, I, as we've known now from the Xbox subscription, I'm kind of glad I've got that subscription. But if you actually analyse the number of games I want to play from it, is very low, and the number of games I've actually played from it is even lower. So, you know, uh, agreed. Um, so as I said, Fiverr. It's Fiverr for the family. So if you if you've got some kids, if, you, if anybody's into iOS gaming. I think the proof's going to be in the first few reviews that come out and the kind of games. I mean, I, I looked down the list of games and I think there was one that jumped out, which was a kind of update to Impossible Road, which I loved. Um, yeah, you love that kind of game, whereas for me it's... Nah. Yeah, but I would rather pay two quid for it and just play that mm. rather than pay, you know, what was that over a year, 60 quid? And then we got Apple TV Plus, so we had more details around all that. So three shows have been tra- uh, trailed. Um November 1st, is that when it's launching around that time? It is November 1st, over 100 countries, again a fiver. Okay, so we've got, so so far two announcements, two subscriptions, fiver each. Um, and coming across uh, their whole empire, I guess. Uh, yeah, and I, I guess, so everybody was, there was lots of rumours that they were going to charge a tenner for this. They've not got the content. You know, it's not. Mm. I mean, they're not. They're not like Disney Plus and Disney. have come in at six. Is it six ninety nine? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and um, they've not got the content to, to, to justify a tenner. Um, so, so, they're, they're so, so with, is it is it literally launching with just three shows, or are they launching with more? No, and they're, they're just I the think, ones that they've announced. I think it's either six or eight shows, and they also seem to be doing a little bit. I think they're going into the. It's not everything on day one. It's a. Uh, you know, here's the first episodes and then here's the second episodes the following week kind of thing. Mm. So they're doing a kind of traditional TV service. Given how mature um, like Netflix and Amazon Prime are now, it's hard to remember how loot or how light they were when they first started. And I, I, I seem to remember when I got to Netflix, it was already pretty f- fully fleshed out. Uh, and Amazon I'm Prime seemed to be jumping from the start really as well. Yeah. And I think they had absorbed other, you know, they'd obviously done big deals to get lots of movies and lots of old TV shows yeah. and lots of British content and Apple aren't doing that. So it's a, it's a fiver. They did point out that a fiver is like a movie rental. So you're going to get three or four and it's and this is back to the if they're really good TV shows that get lots of... Cause Tim Cook was talking about it. So one of the trailers was the most viewed YouTube trailer for a TV show. And I was but like... how quickly do some people consume whole series? You can consume a series in a couple, couple of nights. Days. Yeah, And if exactly. you've only got three there... It's that's yeah, that's your subscription done. Okay. So the other thing is, if you buy a new iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, you'll get one year free. Yeah. So okay. that was the, the so they're going to get lots of people this year watching, and I think they've announced something like fifteen series already, and they are throwing 
I think initial figures were a billion. They're talking about three billion at this. So there's yeah. Lots of- I mean, they're big numbers. This is definitely a lost leader. It's going to take them a long time to recover. But they obviously seeing in the long game that this is going to return back to them. Yeah. Or at least they I mean, feel I'm- like they need to be in that that area. I'm really lukewarm on it. There's another trailer for one of the big big um, shows is, is, is C, um, which has got the guy that plays um, Aquaman. can't remember his name. Jason, whatever his name is. <laughs> and um, they've talked about this as a Game of Thrones equivalent. You know, They've talked mm-hmm. the spend each episode, same as Game of Thrones last series. Spend doesn't count for anything, as we've and talked about And the money before. you saw in the trailer, but it, it looked, it looked bleh. Yeah, okay. Well, and I, I, I thought I thought it, it was just me, but then okay. others others watched and were like, mm. "All it takes is one big show." Netflix, it uh, was Breaking Bad, Amazon Prime. There was the Man in the High Castle, things like that. That just enough to tip people um, onto your service. But the problem is that they were sort of independent services, and now we're having so many of them. There are only two of them, and now there's so many of them that it becomes more and more and more complicated. So Apple ha- being able to just shove people in by buying a product, you know, here you go for a year. Uh, almost knowing that they, you know, that's where they're going to get their numbers from rather than subscriptions. But yeah, uh, we saw the iPad um, next seventh gen, and and essentially more of the same, I'd say. So slightly bigger screen, is that right? This is a most popular model, so it's it's the the cheapest iPad you can buy. It's not the iPad Air, which is also pretty cheap, and it's not the Pros. Okay, so this um, is the middle, that middle ground. Right, well, bottom. Oh, right bottom, the right, bottom. Okay, yes, okay. Right at the bottom. And and I was expecting them to show this one and then show updates to the pros, and there was nothing else, okay. just this one. Um, so 7th Gen iPad looks like the same as before, but it's now 10.2 inch. It's a slightly bigger retina display. I mean, the A10 Fusion, um, and they're saying it's two times faster than a top-selling PC. I don't know. What, that, what does that mean? <laughs> exactly. And the <laughs> A10 nothing. Fusion is a four-year-old chip now. Yeah, okay. But nevertheless, nevertheless, this this device is so it's the cheap one. Therefore, it's the one that starts at about three hundred ish quid. Is that right? Uh, Yeah. So so three three two nine dollars. I guess interestingly, it's three four nine pounds. Right. Okay. So um, (laughs) so 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 some of the Brexit pricing is really starting to, I think, kick in. Yeah. So, but I mean, that ultimately, when you think about the prices of uh, of the phones and you think about the price of the watches and stuff, this is a great bit of kit for that price. It's, I mean, it's, I think I still think the iPad's always been their best value offering. Uh, yeah, and it, and it's it's a really good, it's a really good cheap tablet, three hundred quid, um, and and again, educational was thirty quid or forty quid less than that, mm-hmm. so. And it's a whole it's a whole debate whether you better going down, you know, Chrome and Google just for education right now. But um looked a good update. Uh, I, I think people know what they're getting. It felt a bit weird that they're still selling the iPad Air because it's it's like I think it's a hundred and fifty more and it's got slightly better specs, but it feels I, I I don't know. It feels back to you know there's always a criticism that Apple have got too many options and they should just simplify. It feels like they try to hit every price point. Yeah, well they 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 didn't always have that criticism. They've it's, it seems yeah. to be something that's crept up. But then again, other providers have proved that sometimes having the right product in the right slot, as it were, is the right is the way to go. And I guess if it's a good product, they've got stock behind. It's not costing them any more. You know, they're still selling. Uh, why not? Um, we also saw Apple Watch, which, um, as well as some sort of emergency features, and they're sort of selling all the things that it's helping people save lives and all those kind of things with its heart monitor. Um, they had always on Retina display was probably the biggest, um, I guess, selling point. 
Yeah, biggest surprise of the whole thing. Uh, it was it was it was interesting that a lot of the rumours were a bit off with the whole the whole show, the way the whole keynote went. Um the the video very much got the feels because it talks about people losing weight because of rings or somebody's, you know, contacted nine one one because they fell or reading reading know, it on a piece of paper, only Apple can sell their features like Apple can sell their features. Because I mean all these other phones and devices do the same thing, but they can't seem to sell it in the same way. <laughs> no, and, and but see the two minutes. I mean there was a guy there that said, you know, within a couple of days I have my watch on, it told me I had a heart issue. Mm. And I went to the doctor and they're like, Yeah, you have. Yeah, and and there was there's no what, which what is fine, but there's probably about twenty other people who got told they had a car condition that they thought it was all right. Uh, who maybe. knows? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because because a lot of medical professionals said at the start that what's coming out that we're going to get lots of false positives, and I've not heard that bubble up again. Well, the news, yeah, because we don't have Apple talking about it. <laughs> no, but we don't have it. It wasn't Apple talking about the worries at the start. It was medical professionals, and I would have thought if they were getting lots of false positives, you'd have seen a, a daily a, a daily mail story how the Apple Watch is forcing queues and you totally know, heart, heart clinics. So I, I'm I'm not I'm not seeing that to be fair. Um, they talked about some health studies. The Series Five, the big everybody expected this to be like a small bump, as in you know there was lots of. Uh, rumours about sleep tracking sleep tracking wasn't there but it always on display is which is probably the biggest ding that people would have against an apple watch and that you it's a watch but but you have to turn it a certain way to see the screen and you can't yeah you, you can't just glance if your wrist is just sat on the desk yeah, or whatever you, like yeah. if i if i if i look down this now it's not on mm. and i need to touch it or i need to rotate it in a certain way um no more um it's, and there's still the same battery life there was no sleep tracking it comes the valid a compass, um, and that's all. Um, that's all useful data, though, isn't it? As in that can be used by yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah. And they're coming some different finishes again. So they've now got brushed titanium, and um, they've now got a white ceramic, which is very expensive. So it's up at a grand, I think, wow. twelve hundred quid. It's a lot of money. Crikey, O'Reilly, show off. Very pretty, but a lot of money. Show uh, off another watch. thing. Another thing that's new is that in the past you had to kind of buy. A watch with a certain strap um you can now basically buy anything you like so you buy i think they called it was it something was it watch studio given it some crap of course they have you be you basically you can buy any finish with any strap right so they're letting let you configure whatever they whatever yeah, you want to do okay. which makes sense because yeah. it's, it's it gives you a bit more personal I've, that's the, the watch has been my one of my favorite buys for you i've loved the new watch um and it, i was very tempted to order this as soon as the keynote finished and i resisted and the series three sticks around at 199 dollars now which seems again moves into that arena of yet yeah, present for for younger members maybe and also if you're sitting at fitbit you'd be like out your price points just been invaded it's getting it's getting close isn't it um so series five is going to start 399 if you just want the standard model and 499 this is dollars so again expect maybe even a bump up in pounds no it's the same uh, the watch is the same okay. actually just because so it might not be long before those bumps happen happen though who knows uh we'll yeah see. yeah and then for, yeah 499 if you want the um cellular. cellular mobile data um in it but yeah the, again it seems to all be moving in the right direction with the the watch it's not moving at any sort of incredible speed but you know they're ticking along and they're they it's like i say no one can sell it like they can no and as i said i've i've had a really good year with the new one um it's, it's almost probably a year to about now because i think i just bought the, the series four as soon as it came out mm-hmm. 
um, which was a big upgrade for me because I'd went from the original one. So it was, yeah, it had all those extra the, uh, the niceties that that seem to be that they should have started with, but they they never do, do they? So yeah, yeah, and just the longer battery life. Mm. You know, so I do sleep tracking and all that with it, and um, everybody always wants more battery. But hey, yeah, iPhone eleven. Um, this is so. This is they, they have the two models they've they've released now, so the eleven and the eleven Pro. So we'll cover the eleven first. Um, glass on a smartphone which I now shudder at since I've smashed my own phone um, so I consider glass to be pointless um, but nevertheless this has it <laughs> what just in general yeah. glass is pointless <laughs> in general <laughs> I'm now in a box that has no yeah, how, how do you, you give me a glass tumbler I want I want a so, paper mache so disappointing that one of the big selling points of a phone is having a glass back and then as soon as you drop it it's like oh great wish that was metal um Anyway, so yes, you can have it in lots of different colours. Uh, it's got its retina display, which I, I don't know if we've had confirmation, but we think it's just the LED rather than uh, sorry LCD rather than the OLED on it. Uh, it is the Pro is OLED and the 11's so LED. And I must one of the price seeing on my mother's um, 10R. Can't tell. You're quite the impressed difference. with it, yeah? Okay. Yeah, really nice screen. So. Um, then they've got the they've got two cameras on this one. Um, they've got the wide and the ultra wide. Uh, they've got optical zoom going on. All these things. I think did, did the previous model have some of these things anyway? So this is all. No, the previous and... one just had one one um, camera, yeah. so it was a, a bit of a difference to have the two. And I think a lot of people were expecting the all expecting where they kind of wide and they kind of do the zoom rather than the ultra wide. Mm. Um, yeah. So there was lots of people surprised at that. Um, but yeah, they the. The camera work basically in both the, the 11 and 11 Pro. They've spent a lot of time talking about the camera because not much else has changed. Uh, and and the camera was probably the place where they were losing ground to their competitors most. I think Google proved it. Uh, it, it certainly seems that the, the difference between the 11 and the 11 Pro is that same kind of Google Pixel uh, 3A kind of market where they're saying everything in just about the right amount. And I think that's pretty much what Apple ended up saying. And they've gone down that same line of we've got these nice cameras, but actually we've concentrated as well on the processing and the um, the software that goes behind it to really enhance what you've got there. So they've got a night mode now because, again, that was one of the Pixel's big big selling points uh, and, and other manufacturers. Um, and the video is, you know, it's taken a nice upgrade as well. Um, they've got a slow fee going on as well. Um, yeah, so they seem to emphasize <laughs> these slow fees because the front camera is now a 12 megapixel. Mm. Um, and you can do, um, I mean, it's, it's bizarre that the front camera is now a 4K 60 frames per second and you <laughs> can do mad, slow motion. It? It's, it's just, just bonkers. Yeah. You know, so if you think iPhone 11's coming with three really, you know, three 12 megapixel cameras, the Pro is coming with four. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, is, yeah it is mad. Um, and the chip, so the chip is an A13 Bionic, um, fastest CPU and GPU ever on a smartphone, and I think they showed... They showed it's, it's quite a, quite a clever um, graph. They put up uh, the A12's performance is still better than every other phone that's come out this year. Mm. And here's the A13. According which is to their again. own uh, analytics. Well, it's the I think they've used the independent kind of Geekbench type ones that you can run. So six ninety nine is the starting point for the iPhone eleven. And so okay, th- that's very much like the the this is a you know, like everything that you kind of need. So the Pro then they're saying is but just on the price that's cheaper. 
Uh, okay. So the, yeah. the so the the ten R that came out was starting at seven fifty. Mm, okay. So they've, so they've chopped they've, they've 50 fifty dollars off. Yeah, which which I think it's not much in the grand scheme, but I think it's a mission that last year's pricing was just just a bit too ambitious. Yeah, I reckon I reckon exactly that, and they're and certainly I, I, you know they've been squeezed into that I think a little bit by the the offerings that other people are doing. So the pro yeah. then, what does it give us over the standard? Um, so. Is there a is, what are the because obviously the the chips and things like that seem to be the same. Um, the screens yeah, then, obviously then, update. Yeah, so skins the skin. I guess the sizes are different. So the 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 eleven comes as, as a six point eleven inch, six point one one inch retina, whereas the other two is either a five point eight for the pro or the pro max a six point five. Uh, okay, so there's even it's, there it's are even the two name. options at the pro. Okay. Yeah, it's a terrible name. An iPhone 11 Pro Max sounds like some sort of, I don't know, <laughs> muscle supplement that you would buy. Um, it's an OLED, so it's the black levels are a lot better. It's 15% more energy efficient. The, the, and they said it's got Dolby Vision. So, Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos, it makes me, it leaves me very, very, very cynical. Yeah. It's just I, throwing names at it, isn't it? because exactly. i can't you can't have an app i mean who knows maybe the reviews will show you different but you can't have atmos in a phone no and, and they emphasize what the what the a3 bionic can do and you know one turn operations per second but it's on the 11 as well mm. but the i guess the two the two things that were the two most notable thing one was extra battery life so they said it gets four hours longer than last year's and the pro max is five hours and that's, longer. A, that's, that's a, a big that's a big jump. chunk it's not just a little tickle is it yeah um, how do you think they've done that, Chris? Well, I, I imagine thickness. <laughs> they've made it far. So the thing that we've talked they've about for a, a they few must be years, listening. They must be listening. I think it's Johnny Ive. They're like he's he's buggered off to do his own thing. Make it thicker, he won't notice. <laughs> well, they've only ever really had problems with thinness, haven't they? As in their their buckling phone and all those oh, kind of I things. Oh, forgot Bengate. Yeah, Bendigate. Who could forget Bengate? And. And so, and and yeah, that's just what happens, you know. So thin brings problems, and it doesn't actually solve a great deal. So that's why I say that's why I'm putting weight back on. <laughs> um, and and the biggest the biggest difference is the extra um, the the extra um, camera camera. But the holes, so man, three, they give me the three at the back. So this was so the holes. <laughs> you've you've triggered me. So I I got really hacked off that last Wednesday, sitting at lunchtime at work, and I'm going through BBC News. And it was on there from I can't even remember what is the thing that people get holes trigger. Holes, I can't remember what the name of this phobia trigger. is. It's a new it's a new phobia anyway, and the clusters of small holes caught, trigger this phobia. Uh, so it was it was in the top ten news articles that Apple's iPhone 11 Pro is triggering fear of holes. It was the third item on my BBC homepage. It was. It was um, um, tripophobia is what it's called an aversion to the to the sight of cluster of small holes how have you ever grated cheese my god yeah. i just <laughs> honestly read i read this and it was like this is ridiculous absolutely but ridiculous. clearly the design department's at fault because they haven't considered that phobia now i am sure that you know i am being dismissive but but still there's plenty of other well, cameras, phones that, that are doing this as well, and they, exactly. don't, they so, don't get third so, pipe position on the. the so somebody tweeted, Apple did not think of us that have tripophobia when making the iPhone 11 Pro. I can't buy it and be itchy all over every time. Every damn time I look at it. You're you're 
You're so dismissive, Sreeps. I can't believe it. I mean, I mean crumpets? Does that mean they look at a crumpet and they get itchy all yeah. over? Yeah, so they, honest, they didn't think about that when they designed crumpets. No. So I, as I, said, I, I felt that was a bit of a trigger. <laughs> but, the, but the camera, again, they talked about... Um, so basically, you've now got a 0.5, a 1, and a 2 times optical zoom settings. And they, and have, this, got, they have got the ultra-wide, wide, and then the zoom, right? So they've got the yeah, zoom, and that's what they're yeah. adding to this. So, and again, it showed some amazing images. I thought what was quite so it was there was things I thought was quite smart from Apple, and it was I, I think they're pretty honest around where they're going with the photography. So so if you take the night image stuff that Google and Samsung are doing, there's a I would say there's a falseness about it because it's taking an image where it's pitch black and it's it's saying hey look it's like daylight, and what Apple are doing is they're saying well we can do that, but we're still going to emphasise it's dark, but we'll, we'll light certain areas, and you'll still know it's a, a nat- night picture. Um, the other thing that was that was honest about it, the images you put up were gorgeous. You know, Phil Schiller's like, oh, we give this to pros. This is a gorgeous image. Look at that. But you looked at the, you looked at the, they put the actual settings, and there was so much light they were using, so no wonder they're getting amazing images. I'm in Glasgow, it's bloody mm. grey every day. <laughs> I'm not going to get that light. But but it, it it was just it just pays at, at least we're honest enough to put in the bottom corner here's the settings because they were showing you the you know the, the each of the different settings you know what the what the aperture was setting was and you know how long it was open and exposed for and honestly lots of light but the but really you know camera looks amazing and and then they brought on I think probably the best demo never mind the game demos so they bought on. Um, uh, uh, the developers of Filmic. Filmic's, I, I think it's maybe iOS only. Really, really nice camera app. You know, sorry, video app. Um, lets you do things that the inbuilt, you know, um, app doesn't let you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's only like eight pounds or something. But then they showed you the new pro version of Filmic that's coming out, and you can shoot with two cameras at the same time and flip between them. So as a director of doing a small movie mm-hmm. or. And it was like the power you're getting. So you can have, yeah, things. you can have multiple, almost multiple angles at, at the same time. Amazing. Yeah, yeah it's really mm-hmm. impressive. So I think I think the big differences is really because the, the the finish looks much the same on them all. They, they've got the same kind of back. One's got an extra camera, um, and it's got a better screen and a better battery life. Yeah, and you, and then you and then you can choose between the three sizes depending on what you want to go for. If you're not bothered about cameras, you know, if you're not bothered about the image. The 11 looks great, but, you know, I th- but rather than 11 Pro. It's one of those things where, you know, it, again, it for what most people would use most of the time, if you're just out with friends taking pictures, it's probably way too overpowered for that anyway. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at the price difference, you know. The, the, yeah, the we're talking about grand again, aren't we? So. 11 700 and the Pro is starting at, you know, 1,000, so it's mm. £300 difference. Yeah. And the Pro Max is starting at 1099 and if you're serious about video, you're not going to want a 64 gig version. So you're talking about 1200 quid for the Pro Max. Which, again, it's taken another 200 step up, isn't it? It's just, it's just always and it's moving like, that's, that direction. And, and that's that's why I mean I've moved now to the, the camera, the, the phones, and every three year purchase now. Yeah, you know that's just what I've got. That is the trade off. Effectively, I guess they're saying because things aren't moving so fast, we we might as well take a bigger cut up front and and know that you're not going to be upgrading every year. Effectively, no 5G. No, so real are... kind of. St- I guess it again. It's not like Apple haven't ever done that before and just not not gone with the latest technologies. So. Uh, yeah, and and I think I mean they were they were a year or eighteen months behind in four G as well. I think three um, G they were behind because you know it was around the original yeah. Apple time, wasn't it? Or the Apple phone. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was. Um, and I and I looking looking at the five G situation. I was asked by a colleague about the day. He's like, I don't know. I don't think I should buy one because it's not five G. And it's like even if you could get five G in the places you want to go to, what are you going to use it for? You've you've got no idea. You've just you know triggered into the, that's the latest buzz word. And there's places in America that have got five G just now, and the chips are switching off because the battery life's on it so poor and they're overheating. Mm. And they're, they're, they're downgrading to four G. It still feels quite early for five G. It feels like they're they're going through a yeah a but maturity it's, curve. Sure. Uh, yeah, and and they're not often proved wrong, so they they're probably right that it's going to be another year before it's mature enough to. To really and clearly, they, yeah, and clearly they've gotten a mess around Intel and Qualcomm, mm. you know. So that's 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 you know another reason why they probably didn't appear this year. Yeah. Um, Apple retail, what's going on there? Yeah, well, this was the odd thing. So throughout this whole thing, they never mentioned Apple retail, and it came right at the end. So they brought out the new head of Apple retail, which talked about the Apple Watch Studio, uh, and they talked about how they're launching trading programs, so you can you know trade in your trade in your phone and monthly payments. I think it just shows the. The, the the market's matured. Um, they're no longer in that position where they, they are getting the, the sales. They are still getting the sales they used to, but they're having to work harder mm. for it now. Um, and they talked about the new the new um, Fifth Avenue store in New York opening, which looked which looked really nice. Um, and 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 there was nothing about really you know there was no mention of Mac. There's no mention of no no Mac Mini updates, no MacBook Pro, which was rumored. Um, oh, that was the other thing about iPhone Pro. It can you can buy it in green. And lots of people were like, it's a, a kind of, a, a kind of, I called it a, a Bob Fett green. So that kind of dark mm. Bob Fett green. So other people said it's racing green. I quite like the look of it. And other people are going, it's sickly. Uh, so, anything different's going to get a bit of criticism to start with. But Yeah. Um, but the the thing that was strange, I mean, they're in a mess around their, their um, so the new operating system for iOS comes out Thursday. Yep. Um, so iOS 13 comes out Thursday. iPad OS is September the 30th as is iOS 13.1, because they deprecated a whole lot of stuff out of 13, and it's in 13.1. Right, okay. And, Ca- and Catalina is October, and all that came out after the show. Still think we're going to see an October show, which is um, another another Mac, no, MacBook Pros, another bit around the Mac Pro, um, a bit around Catalina, because there are some big changes in They've it. They've got, it's only 64-bit, right? It's going to be, I think that's right. Yep. Uh, so it's going to cause some really big problems for various bits of software and hardware. Oh, sorry, software. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah there's, there, there are some apps that, that you probably are using if you're a Mac user and you'll be like, I can't use it anymore. Yeah, there's a download somewhere you can go and get an application which will tell you what apps you're using and whether they're 32, 64, and whether there's a price for upgrade and all that kind of stuff. So you can. And, and I guess that, it, and it felt, uh, I know you've watched it, it, it felt it felt quite, for, these things are formulated now, um, but it was like an hour 40, there's no one more thing, there was rumours about a tile, you know, so there's a, there's a chip inside the iPhone called the U1. If you think back to keynotes, they always emphasise, you know, when they brought their first W1, there was a, here's what the W1 does, and it does it so much better than anybody else. And it's on all the slides, this U1 chip, never mentioned once. Mm. So it's and maybe a late pull. Well, the U1's all about ultra-wideband and detecting people, and you can go down to, like, detecting things with, you know, with a two-centimetre accuracy. So it's perfect for a tile or perfect for other things. And it looks like they've had to pull things at the last minute. Oh, I wonder whether there was privacy around it that they weren't happy with. Maybe all the, yeah, all those things that are kind of sensitive at the moment. If they happen, yeah. if they're not rock solid on it, you know, maybe. So it just felt like a show where things get dropped. Mm. Okay. Well, still quite nice bumps if you're in those markets, and there, face it, there's plenty of people around this globe of there ours. Are. There are. I really like the look of the new pros. See the glass back. I know you've got a thing, and that's why. <laughs> 
I know. <laughs> well, it's, it's. I guess if you end up smashing one of them, then it's a problem. But they, I really liked the the design of it. it. Looked actually quite nice. Smoked kind of glass, kind of matte black kind of effect Very rather than slippy. gloss. Just so um, they get to sell more of their care packages. That's what it is. Uh, and and cases. And, exactly. I've had to yeah. buy a case for Microsoft. Bloody hell, bro. Amazon tried to capture our attention, however, by releasing um, lots of other Fire products, including, I guess, some interesting ones, Fire TV Cube. So this is an update to their kind of Fire TV, but it's got a bit more power to it, can stream, um, you know, heavily in the kind of 60 frames per second, proper 4K HD experience and all those kind of things. Um Looks like a nice little device and can act as a kind of Alexa device at the same time. So can control various bits and bobs. And obviously being attached to your TV means that it knows it's got a nice big screen to work with. Um, and I think they're doing some packages with this and is it their their doorbell? Things like that. Uh, yeah. Um, as, as you say, it's acting like a you know Alexa, proper Alexa device, but. You know, but you've got the streaming bell built in. I quite like the concept that they've got Alexa the talking devices, which are kind of round. They've got that round feel, and this is a cube. It's a TV, and it looks the same, but as a cube. I, I quite like that little sort of product line tie-in. Um, they also have their smart speaker um, and some TVs as well. So they, they, they're really kind of everything's being directed into that kind of arena and getting into your lounge with even more devices or different ways of getting into the same device but they they really are overloading our houses <laughs> with devices is mad and and seemingly so there was so i i thought this was like their big you know splurge of here's all our amazon products but they're doing another show in october well i guess all around new alexa type devices and echo type devices Mm-hmm. Um, this all seem to be focused on Fire TV, so they really are starting to hammer the whole market, including releasing actual TVs and also tie-ups with manufacturers uh, with TVs. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. You know, so I, I, I'm just looking at price as well. So the price for this TV cube is a hundred and ten in the UK. Okay, so it's again well within that realm of um, acceptable, and it, I'm sure it'll look quite good sat on your shelf. And they're doing a package. They're doing a tie-up with like buy a, a video doorbells for two fifty. There you go. So you can yeah, so, so you can tie the two in together. And that seems to be the biggest push at the moment is the kind of doorbell. I know that the Google are doing their pushing theirs and and uh, and whatnot going out on all the devices. I mean, lots of criticisms I've heard recently about the, all these devices, which are doorbells, just don't. In reality, they don't work quick enough um, to be actually usable. <laughs> People have gone away before they actually become useful. Um, so that's. I think the, the the most I've seen is people who are working. It seems to be good enough for that kind of situation. So if you're always, but I think there. I think you're right. I mean, I mean, I don't know what your couriers are like. I'm getting some couriers that see if you're not responding to the first knock of the door, it's a cardon. It's not like a couple of knocks and then a card. It's a knock, and I've I've opened the door to the guy writing a card. And oh, you're in. Yeah, I was like Jesus Christ, I'm... Like, well, they're under pressure to deliver. That's the that's what they are, and, and I think and I think that's what's driving it now that they are. Around here, it's, it's yeah. Around here, it's a knock, but they do go and knock on the neighbours either side as well um, to, to to try and deliver it that way. So they Far they still prefer so. to deliver it than uh, than than give that card and have to come back the next day. Yeah, but I even get that with Royal Mail now. So Royal Royal Mail, the guy the guy is a one knock, and I've opened the door to him. Ah, oh, you're in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you twat, you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, they lots of stuff going on there. I'm sure all the announcements are out on their website, so go check them out if that's the arena that you're in and you're looking for a, a device. The, the TVs, I thought, were a bit odd. 
I didn't, Odd I didn't or, expect. I mean, they're, they're obviously I, as a, as a tie-in device and a man of getting a manufacturer chip on these devices. Like, that's understandable, but you mean the first-party TVs? Uh, yeah, you know the fact. That, so there was a big thing about how they're tying up with, and also with retail as well. So they're tying up with like Curry's PC World, um, t- to really push these products as well, rather than just doing it through Amazon. They're talking um, about uh, 55, 65 inch OLED TVs, and they're about a grand or just over a grand. So that's pretty good value, I'd say, for an OLED. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so JVC and Grundig seem to be the, the, the kind of two. And you can see why they're desperate to be in bed because they never get very good reviews. <laughs> With, yes. So I guess adding Amazon on the front will get some more sales for them. Yeah, I, I, the reason I was surprised was more, and it's probably back to what you say, it's about, about Mindshare. I'm, I'm more thinking if Sony were going to bring out something Alexa built in, it would be a Sony show. Mm. And I guess it's just showing you where the market, where they're pitching this up. Well, it's it's pretty much those devices that get shoved on the Black Black Friday list of, of supermarkets right. and stuff, isn't yes. it? Yes, exactly no, that, you're yeah. right. So you're prob- I wonder if they're just building on previous relationships that says, we'll give you a good Black Friday deal if you then cross advertise with a future fire tv yeah you're bang on um android 10 also been released so if you're on a device that can accept an android 10 upgrade so pixel is the main one but other ones will follow you can get that upgrade um for all intents purposes dark mode seems to be the only thing it really releases to you there's some extra swiping features most of it is in the background restructuring to allow them to do quicker updates going forward and further separation of applications and their updates over the core um, processing and updates <clears throat> um, but yeah you're not going to find too much other than some gesture controls which um, uh, as I understand a bit hit and miss I've not upgraded yet to find out but I think I think I'll, tr- I'll, I'll drag that down tonight and have a have a play around tomorrow it does feel like one of the smallest Android releases so far which makes me think that there is, you know, there is a suitable amount of restructuring in the background because, yeah, you know, that's why. You, and I think Apple did it at one point as well, where there wasn't so much in the foreground, but they did say that there'd been lots moved around, uh, which is understandable. It's, it's weird because I'd I'd thought because iOS thirteen comes out Thursday, and I thought well, there's no point because the following a week on Monday I get thirteen one, I'll just go then. And I actually had to go on the website and remind myself what's coming. Of course, dark mode. But then I've redone how photos and camera works. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Mm. There's a whole way around privacy with websites. Where they're going in, and I saw an article today where Facebook's been caught looking for Bluetooth access because they are checking to see who's around about you because they can read device IDs and send that back. So it's, it's, there's a, I think we're going to see some stories just around... You heard it here first. That'll be Facebook, breaking. LinkedIn's, etc. But there was actually, you know, Maps has been That's if it can get onto the BBC homepage over the top of having a phobia of holes. Um, new emoji. I'm going to ignore your holophobia. <laughs> holophobia is what you really should have been. Should have been, been cool, shouldn't it? Yep. Um, but then you get into really small bits like, you know, our yearly update on reminders has been redone and notes has a bit and CarPlay, CarPlay looks a decent upgrade so it's it's quite an incremental one in iOS 13 as well Yeah, yeah I guess one of the big differences so, yeah um, Android 10 comes with dark mode but it's one of those things, this is where Apple are in a stronger position so it's real hit and miss, you know, around what is supporting it and what's not and obviously apps will update themselves eventually to support it but apple in ge- i know it was still a little bit hit and miss on apple but in general because everyone follows their standards or whatever and that well they're told they they enforced it that it kind of rolled out quicker and you know 
easier. And also quicker and also they can hit 80%, you know, within the next sort of three, four months. As a developer, you can say, well, I'll develop for dark mode because I know most of my customer base is going to move. I hate dark mode. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then we had Nintendo Direct show and it was um, releasing a whole ton of um, upcoming games and, and some that were kind of known about, some that were absolutely not known about and, and caused a bit of a stir. Um, I, again, it's another release that I... Because I haven't used my Switch for so long, I've kind of lost interest. And there's no big names for me in this bunch. The names that I know about are games that have been out for ages on other pl- platforms. So Overwatch is the one um, that everyone was talking about, uh, which I know is ex- exciting for a lot of people. It just wasn't for me. Um, and then they, there's like Assassin's Creed old games from like years ago <laughs> coming to it as well. So I don't know what you felt. You, you you're more embedded in the Nintendo sphere to know the excitement. Uh, my so my uh, my Nintendo usage has been really poor, probably for four, five, six months. It's sat and done nothing. Um, and there was one little thing I saw: SNES emulator has appeared, <laughs> and that was enough. <laughs> Even though I've got a no droid full of all the SNES games, I've got a little SNES mini that I bought and put games on it and I've got the original SNES in could, the attic and you could play it on a PC probably in a browser even I, the... I, I could um, so I got it the Switch <laughs> and I was like I've not paid for online and then I had a little trigger moment of if you're an Amazon Prime customer you can get a year's free Nintendo online how did well, I never even, I never heard about that I never... Yeah, so I don't I don't know where it, it was like. I was sitting there, I was like, eighteen pound, I'll pay that. I I could get this free. So you go into your Amazon Prime site, you sign up for Twitch Prime, which is free anyway. So it's not like you're committing. And once you've once you've said, yeah, I'm I'll be a Twitch Prime member as well. There's a deal, and a deal ends I think at the end of September or the twenty sixth or the twenty third of September. Um, you get a free year's online subscription for Nintendo Switch. I think I might have already signed up for Twitch Prime though, so maybe it won't be available for me. No, it will. Okay. All you have to be is a Twitch Prime member, okay. and you can get the deal. Um, and then once you've done that, you can download and get twenty SNES games and play like Super Tennis and and remember F-Zero that and... games have moved on, and I don't like old games anymore. Um, they have, um, and and interestingly, while I downloaded that, I was like, "What else is new?" And Virtua Racing, six quid from Sega. What a stunning port! I no, I good, I... It brought out the menu. Oh, yeah. that was so, and I was it, bizarre. So. It, and there's a new, so there's a new, um, there's a new uh, Zelda game comes out this this Friday, yes. which is a remake, a reimagining of a of a Game Boy Advanced um, title, which has been enough to um, Shaq's now bought a Switch again, even after <laughs> he sold his previous one because he's a tart. Um, Zelda, the, the draw of Zelda, eh? The draw of Zelda. The other big SNES news was that there's a wireless controller coming to the Switch, which looks like your old SNES, oh, and it's yeah. like I need, I'm going to have to buy that just oh, just to, to have in my collection. Um, if you're <laughs> looking for a Switch game that has got rave reviews, um, Astro Chain. Okay. So that is a, a game that is um, from. Do you remember a game called Bayonetta? Yeah. Yeah. And it got like edge yeah. ten and raved about it, and it was a stunning game. Yeah, and it's I think it's recently been released on a number of other platforms because it was exclusive, wasn't it? It was just from those. So Astro Chain, same developers, got a nine in edge this month. Absolutely raved about it and said must play. So I've had a little you know switch renaissance. There you go, lovely. Um, finally, an app <laughs> that cancels subscriptions has now launched in the UK. And, and see the reason I'm chuckling. I threw this in tonight. 
And I was going to say to you before this, see when you do your introduction, you need to do it. And finally, <laughs> just just like the old BBC News and ITV News used to do that. And finally. Just a little 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 sub, sub story. So this is a guy, this is a UK guy who seemingly had an algorithm called Do Not Pay, which was about fighting parking fines yeah. that he'd set up, that you could go and phone it and it would tell you what to go through to avoid a parking fine and it was successful. Um, he's got a new app um, which which will end, go cancel subscriptions automatically rather than you try to remember that you've got a free subscription. From and this it. is so when you sign up for one of those free subscriptions and after, you know, cancel any time before the end of the subscription so you won't be recharged. And he's doing it via... Uh, like an interesting type in that he offers the bank card details that it then automatically cancels. So you, your email is hidden and masked away and all of that transaction happens through his application. And it sounds like he's got tie ups with bank or banks, um, which he says there's a major bank supporting him, but he's not willing to say which. Uh, and partly it, it, I mean, it all sounds a little bit sketchy in that he, I don't know. There's this love, strangeness going on there but um so the the, the, bit, the bit i agree with you see the bits of sketchiness so the two most common subscriptions the service have been used for porn platforms and netflix yeah yeah <laughs> which which i don't think if i was launching a new service would i be telling people that porn platforms are your number one customer <laughs> well I guess, there's a lot of money in it and i'm guessing with a free trial on netflix given that you get a a new email address each time um that you subscribe you could continually have a free service um, by just continually having new, um, uh, you know, uh, new free trials all the time. Uh, whether I'm sure applications will work out clever ways of getting around it, however it happens. Um, but ultimately, I guess it's just exploiting services and they're, they're not going to be too happy about it. So we'll see whether it li- lives. But he said they don't think he's going to get jilted on the um, money side um, because the only way they could really block his service as opposed to anyone else is if they actually do scupper a whole ton of other uh, real legitimate potential users as well. Uh, yeah, so I think what he's saying is they would need to block that particular bank that he's using, all these, I want to say like virtual credit cards or temporary credit cards, um, and he doesn't expect that. The thing that, again, sketchiness, um, he says that one day he may charge a subscription to use the service, <laughs> which is currently free. Yeah, well, I, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> I sign up for the third another another party went to to cancel that one anyway yes but I guess there are times you know legitimately there are those times where you sign up for a service and you do think to yourself yep you know three weeks time I've got to go and remember to cancel that and then you don't and that's what these services are set up for um but the, I think those whole promotions will disappear if this is truly successful I think those promotions will just disappear and it'll be a a low cost few months which we also see as well it's a different model isn't it yeah yeah Still, yeah. he's successful enough that he's moved to America and living living a nice life, I'm sure. Bye. See ya. Um, anyway, that's, that is all the news. So, um, got any picks or anything you want to... Yeah, get your Switch out and put the online games on. The old SNES games. Oh, and Virtual Racing's actually got online built in. Uh-huh. Really impressive. We'll see. Space Harrier, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> Don't download Space Harrier. I downloaded Space Harrier because I loved it. And I, I just wanted to invert my control straight away. I was like, what is this? Yeah, so see, you've, you've plastered yourself too much with inverted controls. You well, it's the right way to play a game. Weirdo. I remember I, the first ever... Pl- I played um, Halo when it first arrived on Xbox. And I remember I inverted the controls then. And ever since, no, nah, I've been non-inverted. 
And and all I'll say is the the scores tell the story. If you want to find out more about us, what we do, digitaloutbox.com is our website, info at digitaloutbox.com if you want to talk to us on email, and Twitter is digitaloutbox. I am on Twitter as Cheesy UK. Ian, where can we find you? Our website is iandick.com. Lovely. We will speak to you again uh, soon, no doubt. Goodbye. Goodbye, indeed. It is Monday the 16th of... I'm going to just carry on.